0: Hello everyone. This is Dr. Rubina Heptula with Dr. Atira Kaplan. And today we are going to discuss pelvic floor rehabilitation. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Kaplan. Thank you for having me. So this pelvic floor rehabilitation is very close and dear to Dr. Kaplan's heart. She specializes in this problem. Uh, Dr. Kaplan is a board certified physiatrist and specializing in women's health. So tell us a little bit about what is physiatry and how uh, it differs from a physical therapist. Uh,
1: so a physiatrist is a doctor who went to medical school and then did a residency in the field of physical medicine and rehabilitation. And as physiatrists, we specialize in disorders of muscles and nerves, as well as focus on the function of patients and how we can help them improve their function no matter what condition or what problem they're having. And so in the, the general residency, uh, we learn about the um, muscles and nerves uh, throughout the body. And then in fellowship, we specialize on a specific area. So in my fellowship in women's health rehabilitation, I uh, specialized in learning uh, more about uh, the muscles and nerves in the pelvic floor and uh, what problems we can get from these um, and what we can do for these problems. And I just- just wanted to point out that even though it's called women's health rehabilitation, but we also treat men. Uh, men also have pelvic floors and they can also have uh, issues with this area.
0: So can you give us some uh, symptoms that uh, women and men can have due to pelvic floor dysfunction or when the pelvic floor is not working as it's supposed to?
1: Sure, Uh, so to do that, I wanna talk a little bit about the anatomy of the pelvic floor because once we understand that, it's very easy to understand uh, what the problems can be. Um, So when you think about the core, you think about the abdominal muscles in the front and the back muscles um, making like a cylinder and in the middle of this cylinder are all your organs, your bladder, your liver, your heart, Now, if there were no floor to this cylinder, all the organs would fall straight through. So the floor on which all your organs sit um, is called the pelvic floor. And it's not a solid wood floor, it's made up of muscles in a hammock pattern. And so these muscles function just like um, the rest of your uh, skeletal muscles that you can control. Um, And the contracting and the relaxing of these muscles um, make the holes uh, in the pelvic floor um, bigger and smaller. So what are the holes? The holes that are where your urine comes out from the urethra, Uh, another hole in women is the vagina, another hole down there is the rectum. Um, and if you ever thought about how um, you, uh, poop doesn't just go out of the anus all the time, you know, you control it. Well, you're controlling using these pelvic floor muscles. When these muscles relax, uh, the stool is able to go out. When these muscles contract, uh, you keep it in. And um, so the these muscles um and uh serve a very important function and they have to be working optimally for them to carry out their function. So for example, um if these muscles are weak and they're not controlling the opening of the urethra perfectly, um then you can start um uh, leaking urine. Um, if these muscles are very tight, um, and they are, uh, contracting when they shouldn't be around the anus, then you can get constipation. Um, these muscles can also um, contract uh, when you don't want them to, just like if you have a back muscle spasm and you, it's contracting and it's very painful. Same thing happens if these pelvic floor muscles are contracting, you can have pain in the pelvic area. Um, and a lot of people experience this uh, during intercourse. Um, if, they have, um, uh, if they have tightness in those muscles, then they can have pain. That is very good to know, Uh, do these disorders
0: only happen in older individuals or can this happen in youth? Can you give us some idea about the age distribution
1: of pelvic floor problems? So this can, can and does happen at any age. A lot of uh, women have um, problems of leaking urine after they have children. Um, Carrying um, the fetus for a long time stretches out all these muscles and they're not um, in the optimal uh, positions. Um, And um, also, um, I see a lot of women who um, are trying to have. Uh, sex for the first time and discover that they either can't or they have too much pain with it. Um, So it definitely happens uh, with the, you know, younger adults and it definitely also happens with older adults, um, especially as women have less estrogen, um, as uh, they go through menopause, um, all the muscles get uh, thinner and uh, we definitely see this in um, older age as well. So uh, what are
0: some of the uh, things that people do that make, besides pregnancy, that can predispose
1: them to having more pelvic floor dysfunction? Uh, So, anything that's increasing the pressure on the pelvic floor. So actually, a lot of people who do CrossFit um, have this problem because those exercises involve a lot of pressure. When you're coming down from a jump, especially a double under, um, there's a lot of pressure um, on the pelvic floor. And anything causing pressure on the muscles can cause the muscles uh, to be weak. Um, so, uh, when you're exercising, you want to make sure that you're trying to pull your pelvic floor muscles up rather than increasing the pressure on it. So think about that the next time you're doing crunches, um, or the next time that you're jumping, um, that you want to actually be contracting your pelvic floor muscles up um, and when you're doing exercises that would be putting pressure on the pelvic floor. So. Um uh, can anybody get a pelvic floor evaluation? um yes, so for women we do the evaluation typically uh through the vagina, and for men, we typically uh do it through the anus. Is the uh examination painful um I mean it, it could be uncomfortable just because of the area, but it shouldn't be painful so uh
0: you recommend that if patients have these symptoms like leaking urine or when they cough, they, uh, they have leakage of urine, anything that increases their abdominal pressure, that they should come in to have an evaluation with a physiatrist who has training for this condition, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, because there are so many things that could cause these symptoms and so many things that could be done for it, that having a full evaluation um, to figure out exactly what's going on in your case. Do you only leak urine when you cough? Do you leak urine all the time? Um, you know, depending on what your symptoms are, uh, we would suggest a different treatment. But it's really important for you to know that there are treatments out there. Um, and, you know, we would love to discuss the uh, treatments uh, with you.
0: Yes, this is wonderful because so many women are embarrassed about these symptoms and uh, they don't know that there is
1: help out there for pelvic floor dysfunction. Absolutely. I hear that from people all the time. They wish they knew that there was a doctor that treats this. Um, They were uh, too embarrassed to bring it up. Um, I want to urge you not to be embarrassed. Um, We talk about these conditions all the time um, and we're here to help. So, uh, can you give us a little overview
0: of you know what biofeedback for pelvic floor entails
1: Sure um so a lot of people probably heard kegel exercises um but uh, it can actually be uh, complicated to do a proper kegel. And um, so as I was mentioning before, anything that um, increases the pressure on the pelvic floor is gonna make the issue worse. Um, so uh, people, a lot of people don't realize that they're actually using their abdominal muscles when they're doing a Kegel, uh, when you shouldn't be. Um, you should just be contracting the muscles around where the urine comes out. Um, but it's uh, we're not uh, accustomed to these muscles. Um, a lot of people have trouble um, figuring out how to do these exercises correctly. Um, so during biofeedback, we place sensors on the abdominal muscles as well as on the pelvic floor muscles. Uh, to reach the pelvic floor muscles, Um, we place um, an intravaginal probe um, so that we can record the contraction of these muscles. Um, and that, that gives information that can be tracked to see how you're doing with the therapy, to see um, uh, how you're improving or if things need to be changed. Um, it also allows us to teach you how to do the exercises correctly um, because you get to see on the computer um, which muscles you're co- contracting at which time. Um, and if you're not doing it correctly, then we use this uh, biofeedback to teach you how to do it correctly, Um, and I see how that helps so many patients to be able to see on the computer uh, what they're doing in real time, and then they can correct it, and then they know how to do those exercises at home correctly. And also, the intravaginal probe allows us to deliver an electrical stimulation to the pelvic floor muscles um, to help them uh, get stronger. Um, so for anyone who's done therapy for their back muscles, they've had, uh, uh, if they've had electrical stimulation with those pads put on, it's very similar. It's not painful, um, and um, it helps improve the strength of the muscles.
0: So I have seen patients, you know, uh, eyes light up and they actually see how they are using which muscles to help their pelvic floor. And and I think that the biofeedback, that visualization is really helpful.
1: I completely agree with that. And being able to uh, see uh, which muscles are contracting as you're doing it and really helps you understand um, how to do it correctly. And um, great thing about pelvic floor exercises is that once you're doing it correctly, um, you can do it anywhere, anytime, Um, but it is something that's difficult to learn and having the biofeedback is really helpful to learn. And the objective data that we get helps you see um, if you're going in the right direction or if we need to change treatment plans.
0: Do you think that pregnant women can do this uh,
1: biofeedback? Um, So we don't do the biofeedback during pregnancy. Um, There are other parts of pelvic rehabilitation that can be done, um, as the intravaginal part is not the only thing done in pelvic rehab. It's also um, working with the physical therapist on core strengthening, on the um, learning pelvic tilt exercises. Uh, So there are things that can be done during pregnancy, but we don't do the biofeedback during pregnancy that's good
0: to know so you would encourage though that pregnant women learn how to do the kegels correctly because that's what they're always told to strengthen but nobody really actually tells them how to do it correctly
1: um so um for uh, pregnant women to become familiar with their pelvic floor muscles is a really good idea because those are the muscles that have to relax um, during pregnancy, uh, during delivery, and um, so I for pregnant women, I would particularly focus on the relaxation phase of the Kegels um, to uh, make sure that they're, they're in tune with how to relax those muscles and help the delivery.
0: That's very uh, informative, and I think that both men and women can benefit from Pelvic floor strengthening exercises, and that this should be part of everybody's regular physical
1: exercising
0: routine,
1: right? Um, I agree that. Pelvic floor exercises should be a part of everyone's um, exercise routine, as these are very important muscles um, in our body. Um, And I just want to point out also that the relaxation phase is just as important. Um, And um, people who have very tight pelvic floor muscles, they actually have to have um, down training relaxation of their muscles first before they can do strengthening. Because if you think of a contracted muscle like a tight Tight fist it's very hard to strengthen it because we strengthen muscles by contracting them um, so um, a lot of people ask me should everyone start kegel exercises right away um, well if you don't if you have pain and you don't know if you have a tight pelvic floor or a weak pelvic floor um, the first thing I would do is get an evaluation by a doctor um, to find out, um you know what your muscles need um because some people um need relaxation first and some people could go ahead and start with strengthening thank you so much for
0: this informative discussion on pelvic floor rehabilitation to get more information or to book an appointment with Dr. Kaplan please call 914 Four seven two two seven zero zero. We are located in Scarsdale, New York, Millennium Medical and Rehab. Um, we can also be reached from our website, mmrclinic.com. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and I hope you will continue to uh, download and uh, listen to our podcast. There is m- a lot of information on many disorders related to musculoskeletal system Um, on our um, uh, Buzzsprout and Spotify. Thank you so much. Have a great day.